Welcome to Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur, where I drink, discuss, and discover the world of distilled spirits. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. This is episode 22, and I'm drinking the world-famous pickle-flavored vodka. For each episode of Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur, you should expect that I'll be well-researched and educational, entertaining, and consistent in my reviews. I chose pickle-flavored vodka for this episode because it first popped up in my social media feed. My entire Instagram is nothing but spirits, and so, of course, I was targeted. I was surprised to learn how new the spirit is and why it kind of has taken so long for a pickle-flavored vodka to come out. There's a lot of sweet-flavored vodkas, everything from cotton candy to whip to birthday cake, which I love those flavors, but pickle being savory, maybe that's the reason it took a while. I was able to speak with the founder of Pickle Vodka, Austin Chesser, for this episode, and my thanks to him for taking the time to share the story with me so I can share it with you, and also for providing me with this bottle for the tasting. The Pickle Vodka bottle I have is a standard 750 milliliter bottle. It is 30% alcohol by volume, making it 60 proof. It retails for about $22. The bottle itself features a label that has a pickle jar on it. It's mostly tan and green and looks very natural. It also includes a heat shrink around the top stopper that says it's delicious. All right, so let's open this thing up. I'm excited to try pickle vodka. As always, I'll be tasting it neat in a nosing glass or a Glencairn. More specifically, it's a whiskey glass. So it's just room temperature right out of the bottle. Okay, let's get into this. It's got a little tab for the plastic. Pull that. Well, there we go. What's going on? I didn't pull it off correctly. That's, I'm a dummy. I did it wrong. It's tamper-proof, that's for sure. Well, tamper-evident would be how we'd call this. Oh, man. All right. Tearing it open. It's got nice uh, wood-looking... I think that's real wood for this stopper. All right. Let's do the pop. So I struggled with that a bit. Uh, That's my own fault for not appropriately tearing off the little zip strip to open the plastic. But when I pop the bottle open, it has got a very dill pickle. It smells like pickle just on the nose right out of the bottle. Okay, so let's give it a pour. In the glass, it is clear. It's got some ethanol legs to it, which just denotes that it's alcohol and not water in the glass, but it looks just like water. And on the nose, just from opening it and pouring it, it smells like pickle. The thing I get is some cucumber from it. Obviously, dill is the most forward note you get. But underneath, there's a little bit of garlic. And my mother used to can dill pickles when I was a child, and this smells just like all the ingredients you would have in dill pickle. Now, on the palate, let's give it a try. It 
It's a much lighter flavor than I expected. It's really smooth. Doesn't have much ethanol burn or bite. Honestly, I kind of expected it to be sweet, even though I know it's not a liqueur and it's just a vodka. I miss the sugar, (laughs) though it's not meant to be sweet. I just, from the nose, I expected it to be sweet. And I should qualify that in saying that I am a sweet pickle fan. I really like sweet gherkins or the bread and butter. So I like sugared pickles more than I am a fan of just a straight dill pickle if I'm going to eat one. So I guess that's where my mental memory was going as I'm looking for the sweet flavor on the palate to connect with what my mind associates with the flavor of pickle because I like sweet. But overall, it's a very balanced flavor. It smells wonderful, and it's light on the palate, which is probably a good thing. Now the history of the world-famous pickle-flavored vodka. As I mentioned, it's the brainchild of a man named Austin. He's a native of Montana, but he now lives in Colorado. Pickle Vodka launched in January of 2019, and it's been growing ever since. But before the first bottle was ever made, Austin had to get inspired. Austin is the youngest spirits founder I've spoken with so far. He got his start in the spirits business working as a merchandiser for a large distributor. Learning how important shelf presence was helped influence Pickle later on. Austin moved up from his merchandiser role into a sales role, managing small liquor store accounts for a few years before he again was promoted to larger store accounts, the quote-unquote big box liquor stores. He handled that for about three years. So it's not quite the story of starting on the bottom rung of the business, but the leap to founder of his own vodka brand took dedication, guts, and the aforementioned inspiration. The inspiration came from a visit to the Retro Room Bar in Denver, Colorado. It's a downtown bar that is famous for vodka infusions, in particular a pickle infusion. Austin's spirits rep experience kicked in when he visited the bar and noticed the packed bar, high volume of pickle shots sold, and abundance of women. It's important to note that as of 2018, women accounted for between 65 and 70% of alcohol purchases for home consumption, and Austin's experience in the spirits business got him thinking and wondering if this pickle infusion could be bottled. So what did he do next? Well, Austin didn't have and still doesn't have the desire to own and operate a distillery. He's a brand and product guy and focused his efforts on the creation of the brand more than the creation of a distillery to then create the brand. He acknowledges that he doesn't know everything and it takes the right people to make a distillery successful. So he found a contract distiller to make his dream a reality. He wanted to keep distillation in his home state of Colorado, but couldn't find anybody willing to take a chance on a young man with an idea and limited startup capital. But in Idaho, Austin found Distilled Resources, which is a contract manufacturer that makes pickle vodka to Austin's spec. It wasn't a sure thing right away, though. The owner of Distilled Resources wasn't interested in a concept of pickle-flavored vodka at first, and it took some convincing for them to agree to work with Austin. While maintaining his sales job for the distributor, Austin sold his townhouse and poured the proceeds of that along with his other life savings into getting pickle vodka made. But first he needed a recipe and a brand identity as well. Austin told me he had a clear vision for what he wanted to make, and it was based on the pickle shot he'd had at the Denver bar. Having to push your way up to the bar pre-pandemic just to get a shot, he was able to smuggle one out in a water bottle and then got on a plane to Idaho to visit with Distilled Resources, and he used that sample as the goal for the pickle-flavored vodka. This world-famous pickle-flavored vodka is no simple infusion of pickles in vodka, though. 
It took distilled resources about eight months to get a recipe that Austin liked. And this was done over the course of some 300 to 400 samples shipped to Austin in batches of a dozen to 15 at a time. They started at 80 proof, but then stepped down to 70 proof and finally settled at 60 proof to get the right balance of flavor and potency. There's been some pushback on the proof level from some value vodka drinkers who don't think they're getting their money's worth, but there's an advantage to a lower proof spirit. You can stretch it out a little more, drink more, and not get as intoxicated. So it allows you to enjoy the spirit at a lower proof. After months of these trial batches and adjusting the various flavor components, Austin was happy with the result. But what he needed was everything else that goes into launching a spirits brand. First and foremost, it was a logo and label design and packaging to go with it. Austin used a design firm in my hometown of Portland, Oregon to create his brand identity. The aim was to go for a warm look, something along the lines of a Maker's Mark label, and I think the Pickle Vodka label fits the bill. It was also important to Austin that the spirit be clear and not artificially or even naturally colored, so Pickle Vodka is packaged in a clear glass bottle. Austin had to figure all this out, sourcing design and labels from one vendor, bottles and stoppers from another, etc. It all aligned though, and in January of 2019, Austin took delivery of his first production run of 1,500 cases. Funny story he told me though, was to save money, he opted to apply the tamper strips that go over the top of the bottle and the stopper himself, rather than have them applied at the time of bottling. This saved him a substantial sum, but after hand-applying 9,000 tamper strips, Austin said he has learned from his mistakes and made adjustments. The tamper strip is now part of the clear heat shrink that I struggled with to open the bottle. This is a much more automated and cost-effective way to achieve the same look. For much of 2019, Austin was a one-man spirits brand. He was self-distributing pickle vodka on his own because his employer at the time wouldn't pick up such a small boutique brand. For about eight months or so, maybe a year, he was able to keep his day job while selling pickle vodka in his off hours. He'd load up his car with cases and drive to do tastings every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, getting people to try the product, then buy it. Lots of long drives, and Austin estimates he's given tastings to some 10,000 people so far. First available in his home state of Colorado, Pickle found some early fans, and then Austin got distribution in the state of his birth, which is Montana. When I talked to Austin earlier this summer, he had returned from a sales tour of Montana, selling Pickle as he went to bars and liquor stores. Interestingly, Montana seems to be a better market for pickle than Colorado. Austin says he's sold as much pickle in Montana in 100 days as he did in a year in Colorado. This is in part due to bar sales in Montana being stronger than retail sales in Colorado. Taste preferences may also be a part of this. Pickle vodka is savory, and it's ideal for Bloody Marys. Austin has targeted the brand for younger people who may have an affinity for easy home cocktails or brunches at home, something you would drink a Bloody Mary kind of drink with, and also someone who is willing to spend a little more on a bottle of vodka. It's not bottom rung, it's not ultra premium, it's kind of that sweet spot around the $20 mark. And this allows consumers the opportunity to appreciate the quality of this spirit at a price point that's worth taking a chance on. Pickle Vodka has been picked up by a larger distributor. It's no longer just Austin himself. And as of the time of this recording, it's available to ship to 26 states. Growth has been strong, but the COVID-19 pandemic has slowed down expansion. 
This is primarily due to the closure of bars and restaurants nationwide, and consumers aren't exposed to as many spirits as they previously had been. I've heard from a couple people in the spirits business that people have stopped shopping and simply started buying. This means they're buying what they're used to, they're buying more of it, but they're not really venturing out to try new things. Regardless, for Pickle Vodka, sales have been growing and fans are finding this new flavor. As for the future of the brand, Austin plans to extend the pickle line with a spicy pickle flavor and some other savory garden flavors maybe in the future. So how is the world-famous pickle vodka made? Well, as I mentioned before, it's produced in Idaho by Distilled Resources using a four-column distillation process. This gives you a really clean, premium vodka taste. The flavors are all naturally made with natural flavor extracts. They're not using real pickles, they're using the ingredients you would use to make pickles to create a pickle-flavored vodka. Of course it has dill in it, but some cucumber, garlic, and pepper is also used. Austin notes there's no vinegar used, which is probably a good thing. It would give it maybe a bit of a sour flavor that wouldn't work well with the vodka. There are a few secret ingredients as well, which I can't quite discern what they are, and Austin will tell me. It's also a trade secret, the process by which the flavors are created and blended together. Austin did say that they strive for consistency and they punch the flavor into the vodka in order to maintain the consistency of flavor. The fact that it's a clear spirit and he opted to leave color out, I like. Austin said his goal was to allow you to still taste the vodka and for no individual flavor to be too dominant. There's no sugar added, which I think it might be kind of nice with sugar, but that would make it a liqueur. So it is a true flavored vodka. It smells wonderfully of pickle and tastes of it as well. So how do you drink it? Well, pickle is great as a shot or sipped on the rocks, but as I mentioned earlier, it's purpose made for Bloody Marys. However, Austin's a fan of the Bloody Caesar, and he's working to promote pickle vodka for use in this drink. The Bloody Caesar is famous in Canada. I'd honestly never heard of it until speaking with Austin, but I looked it up and the Bloody Caesar has an interesting backstory of its own. Of course, Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur is not meant to be a cocktail show, so I'll just leave you a link in the show notes to the Wikipedia article on the cocktail. Leave it to say it's very popular in Canada, the Bloody Caesar. Essentially, a Bloody Caesar is a Bloody Mary made with Clamato or clam juice, and it's a bit spicier too. I'll post a recipe using pickle vodka in the show notes. So in summary, what do I think? I think pickle vodka lives up to its name. It smells exactly like a dill pickle. You can taste the vodka. It's not overpowering. Doesn't taste artificial. It's natural feeling. It's a good, good vodka. I'm surprised it's so new and that nobody else came up with pickle flavored vodka until now. So hats off to Austin. So that's going to do it for this episode of Liquor in the Core Connoisseur. As always, I'm your host, Matt Burchard. Please subscribe and share. Show notes are on liquorinthecoreconnoisseur.com. You can also find the show on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. The show's on social media. I'm on Facebook and Instagram primarily. Please leave me your feedback. Let me know what spirits you'd like me to review next. And as always, thank you for listening. <laughs>